Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of the Forbes 400. Mm. Uh, yes. You make it this finally. year? I didn't. Mm. I mean, it's uh, this is the time of year I wait for every year just to, you know, on the edge of my seat. Um, yep. Am know. I a billionaire? And yeah. not even I don't even look at what my actual realistic financial situation is. I go, are they going to say I'm a billionaire this year? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how it works. If Mark Zuckerberg lost eight billion dollars yesterday what is what does this all mean what is it exactly what is the money i have been seeding that story with calls from a uh anonymous source (laughs) named taco frying and uh taco 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 (laughs) frying taco frying and yeah it didn't work out as cola scola said uh on last culturistas my personal finances are none of my business um but uh i'm jack and hey you're miles both not billionaires neither nor unfortunately or, or on the 400s list the Trump yeah, Forbes 400 some list. bullshit but we're not alone yeah uh so we are exactly as on the forbes 400 list as donald trump is yeah he didn't make it this i bet this shit hurts his fucking greedy ass first time in 25 years he didn't make this uh, billionaire's circle jerk list. And I can only imagine, you know, he, unfortunately he was one of those billionaires who didn't have a whole industry to exploit like all the other people I'm sure who leapfrogged ahead of him, uh, yeah. as a result of like the last, uh, year and a half or so of pandemic. He really fumbled the bag as the first billionaire to become the president. You, you'd think that he would have been able to capitalize on that. A real uh, heartless ass uh, capitalistic billionaire Could, would have been able to do something. Right. But, oh um, yeah. He would have, he would have seeded some like benevolent program that ultimately like he already was cornering <laughs> with an industry and he's like, Oh, that's crazy. All, all Trump brand solar panels are being used now. Huh. All right. Yeah. Bloomberg uh, would have, would have really uh, been raking it in by now if he had, gotten elected in 2016 yeah um, i could i could also imagine him being like you didn't look at all the money that i've great i've uh raised through contributions and donations from my followers that's in my yeah. bank account that should count because i use it as my own money i mean that's kind of true did they not count that? I guess his they grift cash yeah the grift they, <laughs> he's like with should... my grift cash i'm in there baby i mean if forbes was uh a well-run editorial institution they would uh have a list of like the most successful grifters like uh guest edited by lacey mosley and just mm. you know the biggest hauls this year and just shameless uh ripping off of of others anyways forbes uh I, this is what i'm gonna say forbes step your game up donald trump needs to be on there come on uh leave the Whoa. poor man alone on, on Forbes, they said his refusal to divest essentially cost him $2 billion. Oh, wow. From his own... Yeah, because probably because his brand became so toxic. I don't even know. I mean, his name's still attached. Whatever. Who gives a shit? Tax these people until their eyes bleed. Yes. This should be the Forbes list of 400 people who should have 98% of their money taken away from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they would still have generational wealth. Let's talk about generational and talk about Pau Gasol. Pau Gasol, um, you know, generational Spanish basketball talent. His parents wanted him to be a doctor. He thought he was going to be a doctor. And then he was like, he woke up one day and he was fucking sick at basketball. <laughs> Nine uh, feet tall. 
A little soft, a little soft in the post sometimes, sometimes because he's had big games and I don't always agree with that description of him. Soft um, in the post, but also a soft touch around the Soft rim. touch and great. Those hands, the way he would dish, dish the ball. We were playing so, the Lakers were playing so different when Pau Gasol came in that first season. Like, you're like, oh, this guy passes the ball like how Spaniards pass like the football, like tiki-taka. Like, tiki-taka. boom, you got it. I'm shifting it immediately. No yeah. time spent. I'm keeping the ball moving, baby. Pow, love you, baby. Uh, thank you for your service. Anyways, Urban Meyer is trending. I'm not totally sure like why this story has taken on the life that it has. The one, the one with him like just daggering that woman in the club? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what they call it in the islands, daggering. <laughs> just that kind of dancing where you are grinding. yeah i guess that's that is what is going on it is like pretty embarrassing uh i know he was a very successful college coach who retired to spend more time with his family and then immediately would like take another job and then would retire to spend more time with his family i'm wondering if it was just a, a thing where people like kind of always sensed he was full of shit on the family thing and then this is like the first chance that they got to kind of pile on. But it's really, people are really, the this story is a big deal to the, to the point that, you know, like I, I feel like Sean, what's the, what's the coach for the saints who's like beloved Sean Payton, Sean Payton. Uh, he's like been out partying, caught out partying, but I guess he like didn't, uh, you know, sell himself necessarily as a family man or, or, you know, I'm not totally sure why, but the Urban Meyer thing, he had to like apologize to his team. And then the team owner was like, not good enough. And then like, right. You know, Stephen A. Smith was like, this guy's a joke. You know, he's, he's 0-4 at the beginning of the season. He, I, th- I think people really like to see a um, cocky college coach come into the pro level and just get fucking rolled. I think that's what's happening and people sense blood in the water, but this is not to defend him or say it's not a great, uh, a great video. It's just interesting what, what people choose to fixate on. Yeah. I just don't care. I I was more offended by how bad the dancing was. Yeah. I mean, it was, it looks like a dog, like humping, taking a shit or hump. You know how like dogs arch their back when they take a dump. It's like, that's what his, back torso hip situation is is very wild someone nfl memes tweeted it said urban meyer continues to make terrible decisions when it comes to tight ends and it's aaron <laughs> hernandez tim tebow then that woman that he's Ooh. You're like okay oh okay okay um, and it's funny because he did an apology based on that first video where he is like, and you know, I was just sitting there and people were dancing up on me, which is like, that's clearly not what's happening there. Um, right. And, but then there's like another video where he's like groping that same patron, it would appear. Yikes. Um, so now, you know, we gotta, we gotta do the rounds again, Urban. Gotta apologize to the fam, the team. But it is wild that the, the owner was, I feel like his job might be uh, on shaky footing because the owner immediately came out and was like, this is a disgrace. Which right. I feel like in other circumstances, he'd be like, it's a nothing burger. Uh, we're just focused on the game. I mean, which is funny because like there are like sex offenders 
who play in the league still. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then you're like, this man grinding and groping. Like, where, yeah. but you're going to keep these other people in the game. This, uh, yeah. what a complicated game it is. Yeah. I, I think people just don't like Urban Meyer. Uh, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back. And there's a couple of music lists that are out uh, that are making the rounds. Rolling Stone uh, ranked the 500 best songs of all time back in September, which they do frequently. But this is, I think, the first time that they've done it in a while. And they took a fresh look. And uh, Bob Dylan's Rolling Stone is no longer uh, number one through five. (laughs) Um, So they didn't even make number one. Uh, they've got a. Uh, What's uh, the respect. top five? So, all right, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Ready? Uh, respect. R e s p c t. Okay. Find out what it means to me, Miles. Mm-hmm. Uh, by Aretha Franklin. You got your uh, public enemy fight the power at number two. Sam Cooke, a change is gonna come at number three. Uh, Bob Dylan, like Rolling Stone, at number four. And then uh, Nirvana, smells like Teen Spirit, at number five. Bob mm. Dylan. Yeah. So, Why isn't House of Balloons there? You know, that's what I'm asking. Number one. Number one, House of Balloons. <laughs> Number two, The Morning. Number three, <laughs> just give me the track listing of the first one. Uh, <laughs> of the uh, songs from our lifetime that made the uh, top 500, just count, going back from number one, um, you've got your Missy Elliott, Get Your Freak On at number mm-hmm. eight. You've got your Hey Ya at number 10. Even though I feel like that song is more famous for being like just played to death at this point than it is um, famous. Yeah, for... oh, that's but I still love great. It still. That's still good. Yeah, still uh, Beyonce, Crazy in Love at number sixteen. Okay. Purple Rain, which is not from your lifetime, but it is from my lifetime at number something. Uh, Robin, Dancing on My Own. I I, I like that. Give, give Robin a little love. I think it's um, quite literally just within my lifetime. Are you 84? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So I was there, bro. I was there. <laughs> Prince and the fucking revolution dropped purple rain on our asses. They were talking about your birth. That was, that was, that was the inspiration. Um, yeah. The doctors were concerned about the amniotic fluid. <laughs> Kanye at number 25 with Runaway. So, all right. I, I don't hate that. That's probably not my favorite Kanye song, but it's a. Uh... Yeah whatever i don't know it's like like, these lists are really i don't like i get it but i've I've ceased to be outraged by them because i'm like it's not i'm working on it in therapy to not be outraged by them uh and then pitchfork released a list of 19 albums that they said they got wrong the first time around which is fun for pitchfork heads uh oh like where they're really going like we really lowballed these people either or they uh, gave some low balls and some, you know, we, we gave this one too much credit, um, including oh, oxygen. They really, they took a, they took a hammering and so did Grimes. So did big boys first solo album. Uh, oh, Sir Lucius left foot, the son of Chico Dusty. I mean, they really, they gave that like a super duper one of their. Yeah. Well, cause that's how, that's why I like pitchfork. You got to take their shit with a grain of salt. Cause they get so hopped up on like, whatever i don't know like some it just doesn't feel 
They have. I January. haven't trusted their rating since 2004. Right. Uh, the Onion had a good headline. Uh, Pitchfork gives music a 6.8. Um, <laughs> just generally. Right. Um, but anyways, they they uh, you know seem to be giving Lana Del Rey her flowers a little bit in this. Uh, Oh, good. I was worried about her. I know you were. You were saying the other day, like, will people forget about Lana Del Rey? Yeah. Um, mm. 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 And they dropped some Daft Punk albums and raised some other Daft Punk albums up. So yeah, uh, you know they they're they get it. They get it. Hey man, it's they get also it. like like who gives a fuck? No one gave a shit. Like that. This is just for you, Pitchfork. Yeah. I don't think. I don't like, or the outraged fans who maybe like incessantly blow up your inboxes being like, you really got to think about random access memories again. Right, you right. really should. Cause it, it just sort of reminds me of like the fucking, the Vatican being like, Hey man, we got the Holocaust wrong. <laughs> you know, I'm like, y'all not this, this is not that consequential. We're like, I'm looking out for this. So, but again, very self-important. I'm sorry. Go on. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. Like, all okay, right, and you, you got us. I'm sorry, what? We weren't talking to you. You got us. We did get the Holocaust wrong. <laughs> right. oh, we haven't talked about that in 20 years, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> we assumed. I'm just saying we got it wrong. Should have, should have, should have got that one right. We didn't. New Scream is trending because uh, there's a new the Scream coming out, out baby. Yeah. Um, People are waiting for that trailer. They say. Uh, there, people are speculating that we will see the like I guess will essentially be Scream Five, mm-hmm. um, or the fifth Scream film, will be coming out in about about a week, about a week from today. So oh, the trailer will got it. Yeah, Do we know excited. even who the cast is. Is it going to be, bruh? It this is the one Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, David Arquette. You know, they the they got them. Nev Campbell is coming back to play Sydney. So it's Damn. a bit of a moment for us elders who, I mean, that shit was, that was date night material, bro. Go to, go to a Scream Scream? Movie. Oh, Woo! yeah. Scream 2 was pretty good, and then it's been diminishing returns since. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I don't know. And then plus you got Wes Craven uh, no longer being with us on this mortal plane. So, yeah. you know. We uh, shall see. Mortal plane game. All right, and Michigan <laughs> is trending. Yep. Uh, I don't know why. I just have your notes here that says Michigan. Biden is selling his infrastructure plan. He's got to. to the He's got bidder. to. He's just trying. He, look, this whole infrastructure, bipartisan infrastructure, the reconciliation bill, it's become such a fucking nightmare where Biden is like, just only recently like, oh, right, that's my whole agenda. I, sh- I might need to put a lot of weight behind this to try and get that through since that's why I'm in office now. So mm. he's visiting Michigan, doing a lot of stuff like, come on, folks, our infrastructure used to be the best in the world. Now it looks like a spooky old theme park that no one's been to in 25 years. That's what our roads look like, folks. We took our foot off the gas, huh? And he I think really the other say thing is. a spooky old theme park, did he? No, no. But... That's a great line, though. You should write. You should write for Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, <I> think, <laughs> that would be like perfect for him. Theme park America. He just like huh? leaned into his uh, <laughs> his character. Yeah, yeah, just his colloquialisms or whatever yeah. he would say. But yeah, I mean, at this point, it's just one of these things where everything in the bills are so wildly popular 
But you just have all these corporate Democrats who are like, I don't know, man, this seems risky. They're like risky to fix the roads that won't cause accidents or give people pre-K child care or extending the child tax credit. What are you fucking saying here? And I think that's part of it is to get in front of people to be like gesture to all the things that like could happen to maybe put a little bit of pressure on the representative to say, hey, look, they fuck with it. Yeah. They get in line. And the Republicans are just like too disciplined or like too kind of locked into Mitch McConnell's like game plan to ever break free and like back something that's this popular. No, of course not. I mean, like the whole thing, like there's no that's why anything because they'll never actually advocate for a policy that helps people that right. are. And the only people that will be helped are like the business owned owned like, you know, business owning class, the landed gentry the hyper wealthy that's where a lot of the the benefits that anyone sees come from a republican bill or you know set of uh or like their platform everything's about taking as much shit away from people as possible even though it is wildly popular that's just still they're like no we don't and i think that's the other interesting thing is that the child tax credit is really popular with people like it's saving a lot of families to have that little bit of money from that and that's why there's like a bit of a guessing game where it's like, do you do people really want to come out and be like, you're against this thing that anyone with a child who's benefiting from it is going to be like, yeah, 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 man, get rid of that. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's a it's an all out pressure campaign. It's interesting to see where it goes. Joe Manchin now is like, I'll go to one point nine trillion dollars, <laughs> maybe two point two. And I think progressives and like other people who really want this other build on the reconciliation bill, they're like, okay, well then let's go on a list and then you say what you want to get rid of out loud for people. Right. Because right. every single thing is popular. And every single thing, if you told someone who has a vested interest in bettering their lives, they'd be like, I see a benefit to that. We probably shouldn't do that. So, you know, let the, let the theatrics begin. Mm. Um, all right. Well, those are the things that are trending. Uh, we are back tomorrow with a whole ass episode of the mm-hmm. show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Get the vaccine. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. And we will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye.